Greetings, Noose Little Pod listeners. This is your host, Matt Gore, reminding you to please like, follow, subscribe, and share the podcast on your available podcast apps such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and any other podcast app you can think of. Share our episodes on Facebook and let us know what you think with a comment or review. Now please enjoy the show. Good evening and welcome to Noose Little Podcast. This is an audio program talking about the backstage antics and stories of running a small town community theater on the banks of the Noose River located in Smithfield, North Carolina. We lovingly refer to the old girl as the hut. We hope you enjoy. Good evening and welcome to Noose Little Podcast. We have a very special episode for you today. I have sitting with me today three actors from the current show playing at Noose Little Theater. A murder is announced. And we are actually releasing this episode in between the weeks, so they've already had their first weekend. I hear it was a smashing success. We had almost all three full houses, so that's really good. And so we have an upcoming uh, show on Friday and Saturday, so that would be on the 23rd and 24th. And those are 8 p.m. shows. So if you want to get tickets, be sure to call 919-934-1873 and reserve those seats. Always better be safe than sorry. Oh, it's hot again up here, folks. Um, So if you'll forgive us, we're all sweltering up here, all these warm bodies in here. So we're going to probably make this a quick one this week. <laughs> but we want to have time to talk to these three actors right here. And I'm going to start on my right here. And this is... Patricia Barta. Hi, how are you, ma'am? Hello, everybody. And sitting next to her is the wonderful Kathy Nixon. Hey. <laughs> and sitting across from the table from me is Dan Brown. The man. I mean, Brown. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's my first time meeting you, so nice to meet you, sir. No, good to meet you, too. All right, so we're going to go around and get your guys's brief background and introduction to Noose Little Theater, then we'll talk about the show itself proper, and really we'll, t- we'll go over wherever the conversation takes us. Ooh. So Patricia, now, I know, I actually knew you before you came into this play. You, were, I met you in February of 2018 when you auditioned for me for The Crucible, and that was your first play, was it not? It was my very first play, and you were my very first director. <laughs> it was a process, it was, a, you were Rebecca Nurse, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, that was... That was a uh, fond memory, and uh, yeah, we bonded over that. You were you, you were like a you were like a like a, a newborn or like a piece of uh, clay I can mold and stuff. But uh, tell us how you got here. Tell us how you came to actually audition for an NLT show because you've been coming to them for quite some time. I've been here many times. Um, I've been in the audience, and I've always loved what I've seen. And the whole time, I've always thought, gee, I would love to. You know, the, the I always saw that there was such a chemistry between um, all the people here and everything and I always thought oh it'd be so neat to one day be a part of that too. Um, I've always done all my shows in Goldsboro at Center Stage Theater which also too over there is amazing the chemistry we have too. Mm-hmm. But um, this time I just decided you know I'm, I'm gonna go over there and just try an audition and I did and for whatever reason, I got the part, and here I am. What part do you play? Um, I play Bunny, Miss Bunner, and they call her Bunny. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. Interesting. All right, we'll get more into the di uh, the differences between the two theaters you work for in just a minute. We'll come back to that. Now, Kathy, you've been in several shows here at Noose Little Theater. Um, what keeps bringing you back over and over? Because you oh, I'm a big ham. That's what brings me back. <laughs> yeah, I like, <laughs> I like, and I, you know, I, I do, I teach drama, so I yes. do a lot of directing, and I just, you know, I want to be on the stage too. So. Now, where do you teach drama at? Uh, now I'm at Corinth Holders High School. I did teach drama at Clayton High School for 20 years. I know yeah. it seems amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Uh, now tell us how easy it is to be a teacher right now. I know it's easy street all the way. Oh, yeah. No problem. <laughs> I just waltz right in. Yeah. Uh, I just feel like I'm robbing them. No challenges at yeah. all. And teaching drama online was so fun. Oh, yeah. It was so fun. Let me tell you something that... that does not trans for me what if you can make it work god bless you but for me uh translating rehearsals to zoom is not my favorite thing oh yeah we did two plays on zoom and yeah it was uh wow yeah fun <laughs> good times um now what made you decide to audition for this particular play uh i'm a huge agatha christie fan right. so this is actually my third agatha christie play here mm. at news little theater and uh, Miss Marple is my favorite Agatha Christie character. Tell me about her, because mm. uh, I'm going to forget otherwise. Tell me about her, because I really don't know much about that character. Well, I mean, from what I've read, she's uh, Agatha Christie put a lot of herself in Miss Marple. Miss mm. um, Marple uh, just kind of sits back and, and observes a lot, but uh, and a lot of people just don't pay attention to Miss Marple because she's this little old lady. Who doesn't say very much, but uh, she usually has stuff figured out before everybody so, else. So she's like Angela Lansbury in Murder, She Wrote. Yeah, yeah. And she, Angela Lansbury's character was based on Miss Marple. Oh, was it? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Everybody here uh, born uh, after 1990 has no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Murder, She Wrote was a TV show that was popular in the 90s. And Angela Lansbury's still alive. I saw that the other day. I was like, wow, she's still alive. Uh, anyways. Uh, moving on to the gentleman across the table from me, uh, Mr. Uh, Dan Brown. How did you How did you come to be here at the New Little Theater, sir? Uh, funny story. It's funny. Me and Mita were just talking about. It. <laughs> but, but, um, so um, I work at Triple S, Smithfield Summer High School. Oh, that's I graduated from there in two thousand five. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah. So um, yeah, I worked as there custodian as a custodian. Um, there's a there's a teacher who works there. Um, and I was just, you know, telling her one day, you know, yeah, I, I used to do theater, or I, you know, theater is my dream, or acting, and all, blah, blah, blah. And then she just, she, she used to do, so she worked at Office Max, Office Max, and she printed a lot of the flyers for New Little Theater. Uh -huh. And she, she just happened to have Mita's number, and then she called her and was like, hey, do you have any auditions? And there was an audition for Murders Announce, and now I'm here. So. That is really cool. I'm, I'm glad, yeah, yeah. I'm about to say if it has to deal with uh, printing off the flyers, she knows me you know, for sure. Um, but yeah, that is a, that is so cool. Now, um, what's been your experience here? Uh, is this your first play? Uh, no, in in general. I mean, it, well, yeah, in your well, life. No, 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 not my first play. This is my first play down here, down in North Carolina, because I'm originally from Baltimore. I moved down here in 2020. Um, but yeah, this for this to be my like this is a really this has been a really good experience. Mm -hmm. Um, just with the cast, the director, everything. It's been quite lovely. <laughs> you know, in a word, it's all I can really say about it. So yeah. <laughs> well, we'll take it for sure. Um, now you mentioned uh, working with Tony, and that's something I want to ask you all about. Mm -hmm. Um, 
we'll start with you, Patricia. What's it like working with Tony Pinder? It's been an amazing experience. He's really good, um, very informative, um, a lot of instruction, a lot of teaching going on. Yeah. So I, I, I really feel that I've evolved. Mm. Well, that's good. Yes. That's kind of the goal there, isn't it? Other than to put on a, a good show, it's to yes. grow as an actor, performer. Yes. Now, Kathy, you've done several shows with Tony, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, what's it like uh, doing it again? Because uh, it's been a while, because we had like a little gaff there with COVID and all that. Yeah, I love working with Tony, and I find myself, uh, when I get in my classroom, doing my Tony imitation. He would <laughs> do, not, yeah. Do it. Yeah. Do it right Well, now. just friends and neighbors, you know. I just go <laughs> and I say, don't do me, don't do me, do you. And, you know, <laughs> no, don't do me, don't do me, don't, don't you, do, do me, you. Don't do me, do you, do you. I love you, but. Yeah, the kids know when I start out with I love you they're like oh geez <laughs> I love you but <laughs> yeah 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 I love you but mm. Mm. yeah I've seen him yeah. do that I've seen him do that several times mm. that's it that's his that's his way of saying be quiet now <laughs> <laughs> um now you were previously you previously worked with him in walking across Egypt and what else our town our town that's mm -hmm. right yeah I was yeah I was it's it's always interesting to see how Tony's style can kind of no matter what the play is is going to be every time you're like uh, I wonder how he's going to do this one it's just <laughs> yeah. like no no he's just going to do what he's always done the same not not in a mean way he's just going to put the Tony style on it no oh, yeah. matter what kind of play it is yeah. Yeah. Yeah, some 80s with Miss Marple. It's I know. Been interesting. Yeah, yeah, he updated to the 80s, which <laughs> I. Miss Marple's like 120. So. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, this was all Orange Girls when I was young. <laughs> um, yeah, things have changed. So, what is it like working with Tony, uh, Dan? Uh, I love his directing style. Um, it's very, very big. On like, he's very specific. I love his spec specificity as far as you know, with blocking mm. and. Well, some, it's, it's very strange. It's like sometimes he's super specific with blocking. Other times he's like, "Hey, just do whatever you want." <laughs> or if it's um, or if it comes natural to the character, and he, if it works, he'll let you know, or he won't necessarily say anything. I love, I love that, and I love that he actually wants us to understand the character, their motivations, why they do, why they do certain things, and um, the story as a whole, just because mm -hmm. it helps the whole thing come together. I really appreciate that. Yeah. So yeah. Um. So you mentioned his blocking style. Now, uh, what would you? What, how do you? How do you approach that as an actor? Because sometimes, sometimes it'll change through the normal evolution of rehearsal. Mm -hmm. So how is that? How do you adapt to that? As far as because mm, I've even with my character, one thing I guess I'll speak specifically for this role because this is only my first time working with Tony. Um, he's even said with. Craddock, Inspector Craddock, he does not stay still. Um, I think a big part of my blocking is, and you tell me if this makes sense, is moving with the, the pace of the scene. Mm -hmm. It's like, if, there, if the scene is kind of like a, if there's like a wave, I'm kind of riding that wave. Craddock, yeah. That's the only way I can like it. No, that may, that, that's actually a, a really good way of explaining it. You've uh, been a director. Yeah. Uh, uh, is, your, is your Antonio style anything similar or is it totally opposite? And if it is, how does that affect how does that affect the acting part of it? Well, it's different in the fact that their grade depends on it, so their lives are in my hands. So I don't have to be as nice as Tony is, you know uh -huh. what I'm saying? So I'm I'm a little bossier than Tony mm. um, with the with the kids, but I do try to do some of the things like I try to let them 
think about their characters more and what do you think I did uh, murder on the Orient Express in the spring mm -hmm. and so I had you know I make the kids study the play a lot before we do it and you know to tell me things about their character that maybe is not in the script and things like that do you ever have days where you're just like fine I'll just spoon feed it to you <laughs> mm -hmm. oh many yes. <laughs> yeah. I bring the spoon yeah. yeah so you guys have got two shows left and you guys have had three successful shows so far. Um, what is it? Uh, do you guys have, do you do the same thing every night, Patricia? Do you have a routine coming in here? Or is it, you know, like, you know what I mean? Do you have like a ritual when you walk in the door to like, you know, take yourself down from the day, switch to the mindset of this character type of deal? Yeah, I do. Yes. Because <laughs> um, when I come in, I put my stuff away downstairs downstairs in the basement in the dressing room and then I get my copy of the script where I have all my notes and then I sit down and I try to find a quiet place mm -hmm. um, and then I just try to get into character start looking at the script and, and slowly start getting into character yeah do you like it downstairs I love it downstairs I think it's a great place but I like most of the people are downstairs before the show and it's a little bit too warm for my taste to yeah. go outside, so I try to find a little quiet corner someplace in the theater. And mm. We basically drive her away. Yeah. <laughs> so what you're saying. I have to find a room no one's been in in 20 years. So what is your process coming into the door, Kathy? Not just... Hanging out with yeah. the guys. <laughs> You're just happy not to have uh, 30, 17 year olds wandering around. That's the one thing. I try to stay away from the 17 year olds because I'll day with them and then here and I'm mm. like, yeah, yes. me. I'll tell you a funny story that happened. Go ahead. So, uh, you know, as you know, probably Miss Marple knits in all of her novels. She's a knitter. And I'm not a knitter, but uh -huh. I decided I was going to, for this show, I not maybe learn to knit, but learn how to fake knit. Mm -hmm. And then I started realizing that the average age of the people coming here was like, you know, 60-something, and they all know how to knit. So, yeah, they're so, going to be like, that girl don't know how right. to knit. So <laughs> then I decided to change it to cross-stitch because I can cross-stitch. Mm -hmm. So uh, Sunday, Sunday afternoon, I was out on the porch, at the, or maybe it was Saturday night, but, some, but people were coming by. Oh, I have a bone to pick with you, Miss Marple some lady and I was just like oh dear oh, oh goodness and she said I saw you cross stitch Miss Marple does not cross stitch she knits oh, so you need to get damn, with the program damn, damn. Yep. <laughs> so yeah I'll still be cross stitching thank you very much <laughs> you're in that situation you're damned if you do damned if you don't that's exactly right I tried knitting and it looked ridiculous yes they were not touching anything it was horrible yeah all right, so uh, what about you, Dan? Is there any special ritual you do, getting off of work, coming here? You know, after I'm done cleaning bathrooms and all. And, you know, <laughs> and that's here. No. <laughs> <laughs> all the glitz and the glamour of that. You know, you know, that's it's the life. You know, it's hard to stay humble. <laughs> <laughs> it really is, man. You know, it's, <laughs> um, but, you know, um, I just take a few. Like, probably once I get in the costume, um, I just take a few moments just to breathe. You know, just kind of level myself out. Um, that's pretty much it, though. One of the things I've noticed is with Daniel, all the 17-year-olds seem to yes. 
gravitate toward him. Yes. <laughs> they really do. They really, it's like, they, they, you know, he's like the alpha male kind. Ah! Of. <laughs> I think of myself more of a, as a sigma male. Thank you very much. No, 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 no. Um, um, but, so how many, how many, how many 17 year olds are there wandering around on stage? Well, there's like a couple hundred. Like a... <laughs> it seems like it. And they, all they talk about, you would think they talk about certain things. Show tunes. I swear to God. It's like one after the other. They just talk what's about the, what's the show pop, tunes. What's the popular uh, show everything. of the moment? Name it. They are talking about it. They have seen it's every lighted, show. Lighted. What's their favorite one this week? I mean, it's just all everything. All of them. Um, um, Hadestown. About... Hadestown. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, they're just... But they've seen everything, and they all have an opinion. Yeah. All of them. I'm just listening to them. I'm like, yeah, I'm learning from you guys. I don't hate. <laughs> there is nothing I'd rather do than to sit down and listen to the opinions of 17-year-olds. Exactly. <laughs> all very valid. No, and actually, sometimes they have they have very valid opinions. But yeah, I, I do have to say they have their finger on the pulse of popular culture better than I do. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So oh, if I yes. want to do what, what's new, you well, Mita, that's just because you're you're old. <laughs> We're old. Yeah. I've, I, yes, as uh, approaching mid thirties, I'm like it's slowly creeping away. My relevance is slowly creeping away. I'm old. You know, it, the demographics don't care what I think anymore. <laughs> they'll be just like going, just like talking. They're talking everything. And then all of a sudden, they'll see me. And they're like, "Hi, Miss Kathy." I'm like, "Just don't." <laughs> just don't. Hi. Hi. Hi, Miss Kathy. Were you like scared when like the first plane came around? Were you like scared to get on it? <laughs> Did you meet the Orville Brothers? Did you see when you went to see the first motion moving pictures and the train came out? You screamed, ah! These are called iPods. Oh, they do. They have wires in them. Oh, my God. I I didn't know I was going to bring you here and we're just going to bash all the kids in the show. We love you all. No, of course. Of course. All right. First of all, we do it out of love. And second of all, we need you because... uh, NLT skews older sometimes, mm-hmm. <laughs> so we need that younger generation to come to come here, because a lot of us won't be here forever. <laughs> Can't do it by myself. <laughs> yes, yes. But they're very enthusiastic and yeah. really, um, they every night they have so much fun. You t- oh, they are so sweet and yeah. so positive. Yeah, yeah, they are. I really, we haven't had any problems whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Just this really positive energy with them i enjoy being yeah. around them yeah you touched on something uh there when you said enthusiasm yeah, kathy have. and um even though tony he wants the show from working with tony before once the show goes up that's the show and tony kind of fades into the background you know um like the proud papa looking up from the <laughs> stairs and stuff like that because uh, that's what's supposed to happen and uh but don't you think that tony has a knack more than any other director, I don't know about any, but it, more than most directors. With the kids. Well, inspiring enthusiasm. Oh, yeah. A following. Mm. Yeah, I will tell you, I had um, Tony come to school uh, before the pandemic. I was doing Almost Maine with my kids. And it's very physical little things that I wanted Tony, like I think there was a fight scene I wanted his help with. And he came. That's all I heard the rest of the year. When's Tony coming back? Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, you know what? That was a one-week game. <laughs> Get over it. But yeah, he did. He just—they were so excited to have him there. Well, what do you? What were your thoughts on that? I mean, I don't mean to say like you know, kiss his butt or something. I'm just saying, doesn't with the first time, oh, with someone being here for the first time, does he have a knack for bringing a group together? Oh yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. 
Daniel, tell us how wonderful Tony is. <laughs> I, I, mean, I think he is wonderful. It's crazy. No, no. Um, he's he cares about everybody. Um, I can see that. Um, just in the way he, even when he's giving notes, he tunes into that one person. And he makes sure that they understand. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's quite lovely to see. And I I don't know because he cares about when he he cares about the craft and he cares about everyone else caring about it. Um. You know, no, no matter how like small or large your role may be, it's and he and he and he catches stuff you don't know he's gonna exactly. catch. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you'll do it and you'll think, oh, I hope I know. and and you know it's coming. Yeah, 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 Coming up in those notes. Yeah, you never know what you can never pinpoint exactly what he's he, he's mm-hmm. thinking. Mm-hmm. That that's a fool's errand. Because you like some nights you're like, like, I thought I did that all right, and he's like, no. Yeah. And then some <laughs> nights you're like, I bombed that, and he's like, better. it's the worst thing yeah (laughs) no no that's good and and kids are do you think kids are easier to uh to direct that way than adults yeah the kid and with me too they just want to please you that's what they want and i'll tell my kids at school i mean like i'm not gonna be telling you how great you are every day i mean Mm -hmm. even if i think it i'm just trying to make you better and i think tony does that too and they Mm -hmm. they're just they just want you know was it good to Validation. I mean, they just, yeah. And, uh, and he gives it to him, but he also says, you know, work on this, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And and that's, that's you know, this is not going to be a, a Tony Love session. Because <laughs> we praise him a lot on this show. <laughs> we praise him a lot on this show. But he is very good at inspiring confidence and mm-hmm. inspiring a group. All right, so let's see. Before we wrap up here, because we're going to cut this one short, because it is warm up here today, folks. Mm. But before we wrap up, is there anything that you guys want to say? Come yeah. to the show. That'd be nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, we'd uh, love to see everybody there. Yeah. I will yeah. see you guys Saturday night. Cool. <laughs> I will be there. Um, now, is there anything in the show as far as, like, not not like twists and turns that we, that we can't give away, but does... Hmm. I think Miss Marple has a crush on Craddock. I do. I just think, oh, it's you know, he's, it's totally he's younger, but I mean, there's something. It's like this sapiosis, you know, there. kind of thing going on. You'll see. You'll, see, You'll know. And it's You'll mainly see. him. It's mainly his crush on Miss Marple. You'll see the heat. Yeah. On the <laughs> the wow. heat. You will. What is this tension? <laughs> Miss Marple. Mm. <laughs> It's been a while. This is cross stitch over here. Oh what if she's cross stitching? <laughs> is it the tweed jacket? Is that what it is? Oh, yeah, it's let me tell you. The shoes. The shoes and the jet. Chicks dig tweed. Word. There's one yeah. thing I've learned. <laughs> gotcha, man. Gotcha. It's all about the tweed. Noted, man. Noted. <laughs> we get some tweed on. <laughs> We've got some here. Trust me. Um, all right. We're going to put a pin in it there, folks, and I want to thank Patricia, Kathy, and Dan for coming up here in the heat, and yes, I made them turn off the fans because last episode we had a fan on in the background and it sounded like a little film projector. <laughs> so thank you for bearing with me on that. Uh, hopefully next time we record an episode, it'll be bearable. It'll be bearable for like one or two sessions and then it'll be freezing. So yeah. that's the, yeah, that'll be North great. Carolina. Yeah, indeed. Um, but thank you, Patricia. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Kathy, thanks for coming by. I've been wanting to get you on for a while. I'm glad we could finally do that. Yeah, thanks. I don't think it'll be the last time. And uh, Dan, thank you. Well, thank you for coming here, first of all. Because uh, I'll say it. Uh, NLT, 
could do with a little bit more minority representation. Mm -hmm. So anytime, anytime someone comes out, we, 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 we encourage everybody. We're very open to new people. Mm -hmm. And so if you have friends that want to act into something or have a, a, a passion for art, tell them to come on out, man. Yes, sir. Only yes, if they're sir. as good as you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know. <laughs> no, but um, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> so modest. No no, 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 but I do appreciate it. Thank you. No, no, thank you, sir. All right, so uh, signing off for me and Mita. That's News Little Podcast. Have a good evening, folks. Credits for the show. Your host and creator is Matt Gore. That's me. My producer and editor is Mita Tool. That's me. Music is by Cody Walker. Uh, please go look up Cody on uh, Cody Walker Music on youtube and he's also on cody walker music on facebook as well he's local so uh and he's got a couple of albums out you know uh easy listening john john denver type of uh guitar voice that cody walker all right thanks for listening we'll talk to you later Bye bye